platform i am the jedi i have the diff man i have the heel and ladies and gentlemen we are the heel of the ring podcast with your host adam the diff man salute adam it's thursday night and you know what that means if you're looking forward to mjf you're going to be really disappointed (laughs) 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 how you doing kev how you doing tonight yo uh, doing doing better than usual. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess. You know what this kind of reminded me of? Remember, remember the Raw after WrestleMania, where they came out, and yeah. one of the first things they said is, "The Rock is not here tonight." <laughs> now they didn't actually say that MJF is not here tonight, but uh, obviously we're going to be talking about the Dynamite from June eighth. Oh, boy. You know, before he came on the air, he said, I can't wait to get this review over with. (laughs) And I can't say I exactly feel the same way, but at the same time, yeah, this show, um, this show fell a little bit flat for me. I can see why. I can see why. I'm just going to get it out of the way. So last week, again, full disclaimer, like today, told me, I'm just gonna get out of the way. So I'm like here, anxious and shaking. I'm just like, I need to get it out of the way. So that's what I'm just gonna do. So full disclaimer, they will be like probably a curse word or two. So last week, you have this amazing MJF promo that had the wrestling world buzzing. I mean, like fully, fully buzzing. Everyone's talking about it. And here we are, you know, doing the, the, the review of the day after that promo, amazing promo. And we're like, oh my God, what are they going to do with MGF? What are they going to do? And everyone's also like talking about it, doing reaction videos to it on YouTube, mind you. And I'm all excited too. So I'm like, there's no way you don't have MGA on TV. There's no way you don't have MGF on TV, right? 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 No way. There's, there's no, no way. way. There's, there's, there's no, no way. way. <laughs> that promo had to go somewhere. That promo had to go somewhere. No, no, no. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting. The advertisers coming. You know, there's Trip Beretta. 
there's uh, Thunder Rosa, this and that. I'm like, well, maybe it's a surprise. I don't know. And there's also rumors that, you know, maybe people don't want him on TV because, you know, the uh, merger or whatever. And on top of that, but I'm like, you know what? I'm still going to keep him in mind. Maybe he's going to be like in a surprise attack or something like that. Yep. No. You Sorry, don't have no. him on a fucking thing. Not even. A, <laughs> not, not, not to spoil. Not to spoil the show or anything. And by the way, as always, I'm really excited to be here, Kev. Uh, and heal. As bad, always, I, I can't. I, I look forward. I look forward to doing Heal of the Ring every single week. I look forward to uh, talking to you guys about wrestling every single week. I'm what not was always. The point of last week's promo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down, heel. Come on, we're we're gonna we're gonna get that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I worked up heel so early into the show, Kev. But um, man, I mean, the energy of the show for me was just down. It was depressing. I can understand. I can understand that, Adam. I can understand that. I can understand that because you have so high expectations. They set the bar on themselves last week and with mom's the word and what they're doing either you know like everyone's saying to the work shoot work shoot bubble work shoot work shoot um with njf we don't know so you know everybody wants to tune in and see and no hints no sniff i don't know either it could be a creative smart move or they don't know what the hell they're doing but i i don't know there, there wasn't even like a small thing like, oh, today MJF is banned for the arena. Not even like a little thing like that. Right. No mention. Yeah, yeah. No mention. I mean, sorry, spoilers. Sorry, people listening on YouTube, Spotify, all of those, uh, all of those audio platforms. audio platforms, Apple Music. We appreciate all of you. But just so you know, if you're looking forward to us talking about MJF <laughs> in this show, by the way, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the rest of the show, as you say in our intro. But uh, they have to do something, right? They have to do something with MJF. It's, it's, it only makes sense. He's the second biggest ratings getter after Punk. So you have to have the second biggest ratings getter, the guy who's in arguably the biggest angle on TV this week, right? And wrong. That, that, that's why I found our intro so ironic. Because it's like, you know, our, our intro obviously says, you people paid a ticket to see me. Well, apparently not this week. If you, if you <laughs> did pay a ticket, if you did pay a ticket to go see him, guess what? He's on on to this week. I, if you I paid, watched, it, if you paid a ticket, if you paid a ticket to see MJF, on this week's Dynamite, get a refund. Yeah, get a refund. Go to the box office and get your money back. Anyway, what do you say we just jump right into what actually did happen? I, I agree. I want to see. I'm going to tell you why I tuned into to okay. AEW this week. And once you get the card going, um, once you announce it, and this is the only reason why I tuned in. I wanted to see. I had hopes. I had aspirations that this one person was going to shock us go ahead my man all right well the show opens with the casino battle royal the winner is going to face the number one quote unquote number one ranked john moxley even though he's totally not obviously if you look at the rankings 
that person is Wardo because Wardo has the best record. But they made up some kind of bullshit reason why uh, John Moxley is the number one contender or is the number one ranked. They actually call him the number one ranked on this show, which I found a little bit offensive because he's definitely not. Um, yeah, and, and Adam, let me ahead. ask you something real quick. Sorry to interrupt you real quick. Whenever there's any uh, Tony Khan, I don't know why he wants to pretend. You know, this is scripted with all these wins. First of all, I think that's the most stupidest thing: win-loss records and who's winning and rankings. I think that's in the in the professional world of wrestling that is all scripted, and the bookers create um create the narrative of who's hot, who's not. Also, secondly, is shouldn't the heavyweight champion, the former champion, be the number one contender? Like, remember, whenever there's a boxing, if you want it, for Tony Khan, if you want to be like boxing and, and MMA. Whenever the, the the champion loses, they get a rematch clause. They have a rematch well, clause, they have, and they sh he should have been number one contender and ready there waiting. I, and, I hear and, a little uh, bit of static. Of the... Did I hear a little bit of static? It might be coming from you. I'm not sure. Let me see. All right. So Adam's coming in clear. Was it coming in now for static? Because I don't hear any static. I think it'll be. All right. So what I wanted to say was. They, they, they gave us, you killed my train of thought, um, by the way. Um, I wanted to say was, he should have been the mix in line, not Moxie. So let's go on because we got the Rangers next. Sorry about that, Mike. Go ahead, Adam. Adam stepped away. It was Adam who had the mic issue, so he'll be back on there. Um, now, what I elaborate about the heavyweight champion being the number one contender, it should have been... It should have been Hangman Page and not John Moxley. But also, I can't wait. We're waiting for the host to return back in here. Also, Hill, isn't this another way of saying Casino Battle Royal? Yeah. Are you are you copying and saying just you, this is a Royal Rumble? So much that you want to be different from WWE. We're different. We're a different organization. Yeah, it was like a last minute rumble, and yeah, I think the mistake was coming from Adam because I don't. This, yeah, yeah, I think this. I don't know, but yeah, but anyway, yeah, this was their way of copying that. Yeah, I think, and it, it, I don't know, I, I and I the, the funny thing is, I couldn't fairly find that many people to get it behind. The only one I was really cheering for was Ray Phoenix, but I knew I knew deep down he wasn't gonna win. Go ahead, Adam. You're back on back in yeah. back. In. Yeah, yeah. My apologies for that. Had a little bit of a connection issue. I think my connection is an MJF fan. <laughs> yeah, everything's sounding a bit better now, so we can go on. All right. So, I'm sorry, Kev. Well, would you mind repeating your question one more time? No, my my thoughts were the number one contender should have been Hangman Page. He was a defend. He was a, the last champion who lost his match. You get a re instead of getting a rematch for. You know, and, and getting a rematch. You know, every every champion in USC and boxing, they allowed it. They, they have an an exercise right for a rematch. He didn't get a rematch fight, and he should have been the number one contender in in winner of this um, rip off Royal Rumble. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and this is just an example of the ratings only mattering when Tony Khan wants them to matter when. Um, the rankings don't matter. Well, Tony Khan all of a sudden, oh, oh, this guy's ranked number one, and we're going to come up with some excuse why he's ranked number one, rather than 
give the guy who's actually ranked number one the shot. It's it's ranking it's ranking by convenience actually than like real ranking. Yeah. So tell us what was in that. What was how did we how do we get how we got a a number one contender, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, sorry, Kev. Yes, sir. I I know I'm I know I'm getting old. I know I know I know I'm getting I know I'm getting up there in age, but. Uh, would you mind repeating your last point one more time, uh, very slowly and as many times as you need to? Absolutely, Jim Ross. Now, <laughs> yo, they, they, he messed up. Not for nothing, the DBA, I was listening to the broadcast, boy, he botched a lot of um, calls and, and matches and, and maneuvers. But my question is, how do we get in? How did the AEW uh, tone that we're putting, Tony Khan, how do we get a number one contender? Let us know how, how did it start? Oh, uh, let's see. You were talking about the first AEW championship match? Yes. As soon as the opening okay. bout. Okay. Oh, for this dynamite. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. I sorry, I thought you meant like uh in the AEW history. All right. So what happened was we got a battle royal. And you know, I'm not even gonna go into uh this is a casino battle royal, by the way. How it was a casino battle royal, I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and by the way, in a casino battle royal, why is it that each guy gets their own entrance? Why is it that they don't come together as a team? You have five guys, four, uh, well, I think it's five guys per suit, four suits and one joker. So why is it that they don't come down together. Why is it that each guy gets his own entrance? That I don't really understand. But uh, I'm not even going to really go into um, who was on each team. Uh, but I will say that I was happy to see guys like Lance Archer and others get TV time. Because these are guys that are not usually uh, on Dynamite. Then we have, let's see, who was the first? Who was the first team to come? Oh, it was uh, clubs first, then diamonds. And then we have possibly the highlight of the night. Keith Lee oh, comes He's to the fun. ring. I wait all week for this. You know, I wait all week for this. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, of all ages. I'm going to turn it over right now to our co-host Kev, who I think uh, has some very choice words for one particular wrestler. <clears throat> Kev, the yes. floor is yours. Thank you. This particular wrestler, I saw him coming in at Casino Battle Royal, and I think he heard me all the way from Orlando, Florida, from the NXT Studios and the Jedi Studios, and I yelled it on, and so you can watch it on NXT this Tuesday night, and all the way... All the way across to Kansas City. Keith Lee, you suck. Even in the Rotto Royal, where you which you so big, bigger than all these little mid-carters 
Man, you had you had John Silver who kicked ass, and you still suck. You know, something I thought was really interesting about this was they're trying to get the whole swerve in my glory thing over, but rather than the fans chanting swerve in his glory, they were chanting bask in his glory. So I don't really see the whole swerve in his glory thing getting over. Um, I, it's not catching on. So, oh, this is this is I thought was interesting. There is a graphic uh, advertising the uh, Shafir mat, um, whatever her name is, something Shafir. I don't even know what her oh, name Maria, is. Maria, Maria, Rosa, Rosa, and Shafir. Is it me or did that graphic get stuck on the screen? Because that graphic was up for a long time. Yeah, it did. It, yeah, it felt like it. Yeah. Um, so it was actually kind of a little bit distracting for me because I'm trying to focus on the Battle Royal, <coughs> Royal Rumble, which actually I thought was really entertaining all the way through. But I was a little bit distracted by the uh, Rosa Shafir graphic. Then the hearts come out and not the not the heart family, <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> the uh, the heart suit, I guess. The heart and one of those is he was a beloved wrestler the man we refer to very lovingly as long john silver that's the reason, only reason why i tuned into this yep and darby was on this team darby was, was way over i thought that he is at this point very deserving of the aew championship he did an awesome uh, coffin drop to the outside which i thought was a great move looked great um, just my opinion, but I don't think there's many people, not no one, but many people on the roster that are more deserving than Darby Allen right now. Wheeler Yuta is back. And yay. we have, uh, yay. And <laughs> I was kind of, uh, I was kind of rooting for him or Darby to win, especially after Darby was eliminated. Uh, because I would have loved to see Mox Yuta, even though they're both in um, Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, we have Swerve Strickland swerving on Keith Lee and eliminating uh, Keith Lee. Andrade you know was. You, yeah. know you, you know why you eliminated him, right? What's that? Because he sucks, Keith Lee! <laughs> I don't think that'll ever get old. Um, then we have Andrade coming out as the Joker. He was a good fit, in my opinion, for the Joker, but not a very good reaction for Andrade. Uh, yeah. Spur. Wow. I'm sorry? really terrible. He's coming back and ready to wrestle. Ooh. Yeah, what was, what was with that, like, lack of reaction for Andrade? I, I did not understand why... Andrade got such a lackluster reaction. I don't know. I don't know. I want. I want fans to cheer. How was the honeymoon? <laughs> How was the honeymoon? I guess it must, have, it must have stink. I don't see that marriage staying that long. Holy crap! <laughs> probably the honeymoon was probably really, really good. Um, oh, but yeah. that's that's all I say about that. Um. So the fans are behind Darby. They're chanting Darby. Swerve eliminates Darby. So pretty much my choice 
went right. Well, one of my choices went right out the window right there. Well, duh. Um, the fans were uh, really booing Swerve. So if they're trying to get Swerve over as a heel, it's working. Um, then Yuta goes out. Oh, I'm sorry. The fans were chanting for Yuta. Which I was happy about that the fans were actually behind Yuta. Uh, let's see. So there's three men left. It's Yuta, O'Reilly, and um, who was the third guy that was in there? Andrade. It was Andrade and it was Kyle O'Reilly. That's right. Dar that's right. Oh, yeah, Darby. But this is after Darby went out. Right. You, you saw them getting into a, uh, they were an alliance. Kyle O'Reilly and, and Andrade working together there, which was like, right. oh, look at that. And then for some reason, for some reason, probably because Tony Khan is not a very good booker, we have Kyle O'Reilly going over and winning the match. And going on to face John Moxley in the main event of Dynamite. What did you guys think of this match? First and foremost, this uh, Battle Royal Royal Rumble type of uh, ripoff was a mid-card. It was to showcase your mid-card wrestlers, which is fine because, you know, they don't get enough shine, but not at, not at the expense of the AEW's title. That is your prestige title and we'll get into it a little later where this this kind of rumble match or battle royal whatever you want to call it should have been done with those mid cards for the next big tony khan announcement that he always has one every month every week you know if, if the guy has a gas with with and he ate and he ate tide food he wants to make sure he makes an announcement about it because it's going to come out hot out of his ass so <laughs> nevertheless I, I regress you know, how are you going to have your world title and you're going to have the, listen to the number of heavy hitters not in this. Hangman Page, Chris Jericho, yep. Warlow, MJF. Yep. We all know Brian oh, we'll, get into, we'll get into We'll get into why Warlow was not yeah. in it yeah. later. But I'll give what, you... What, what, just, cheap, what cheap excuse, in my opinion. Yeah. Spoiler, it was a cheap excuse. Dan, no Daniel Bryan. We know he's hurt. Danielson, whatever the hell he wants to call himself these days. No sloppy Joe, who's your next or you know where's the ROH guy? Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm over here kissing. I'm kissing the the, the backdoor pay per view that's coming up by EW. And no, no, no. You fed us ROH before you had your double or nothing pay per view, big one. When made no sense, divert us away from storyline. And when you could bring Ring and Honor guys into this stupid Royal Rumble Battle Royal, you don't bring none of them. What? Yep. Freak are you doing, Mr. Khan? What are you doing? What are you doing? So, my and also you have Miro that everybody in the world now Miro is the most greatest wrestler in the world because he's an AEW. Before everyone hated Rusev in the WWE, he thought, Oh, what a brute, what an idiot. Now they're kissing his rear end and up and down everywhere when he's still the same wrestler. He always been the same wrestler. And I say he's not oh, a yeah. bad wrestler, but all of a sudden now there's a pop because he's an AEW. My digress. Let me not go away from the point because we got the range. I got the Rangers game coming up. They, they, they should. They missed out a lot of heavy hitters, and it, what? And it tells you it worries me going forward. And I, and I personally, 
I was really rooting hard for John Silver. That was my main guy. That was my workhorse. That was my silent horse. I, yeah. I was like, come on, come on. I wanted him to, to eliminate Keith Lee. I think I would have had confetti. I would have blown confetti here on the uh, and, and yeah, I would have been two hours cleaning the confetti for my for my studio. <laughs> it would have been well worth. Up, up, up. Another up, up, up. Oh yeah, I was cheering for it too, guys. Ray Phoenix and London Silver. And I was like, you know what? Just give London Silver the title at this point. Why not? And, uh, or at least Ray Phoenix, you know, because I'm a big fan of Luchador. But yeah, uh, did I uh, said uh, most of the stuff I was going to say. And yeah, overall, I, I'm not going to lie. This casino or Rumble, whatever you want to call it, kind of confused me a little bit because I was like, what do they mean by the clubs or the hearts or whatever? Like, what, what makes these two guys like... I was like, whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to watch and hopefully to be entertained. And um, I, I, I guess it was fine. But overall, yeah. it was just, it just kind of like messy. It didn't have as ma- had as many mid-quarters as it did. Yeah, and, and I, I wouldn't call... Mid- I, I, the one thing I will just disagree with on Jedi is I wouldn't call guys like Darby Allen mid-quarters. Well... Uh, yeah, I, I have, have they fought for the world title and won? Have they, they should have, be. They a, all right, they then they're, 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 they're not. They're not main event. Like they're 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 pillars of the company. Like we've all been saying. Like and they, and I, I will I will agree with you in the sense that yes, they've been booked. Probably like, uh, uh, just flat out, they should be booked way better than what they have been. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. But I I don't know. I think it's a little harsh to just call them mid carters right now. No offense to anyone that is a mid carter in AEW. But like guys like Darby Allen and people like that, like yeah, I, I I don't know. I can't I just can't find it in me to call them a, a mid carter. But well, yeah, I mean, they, I mean I consider any guy that has held the TNT title but has not moved up from there a mid carter. Yeah, I understand that. If but... it walks like a duck and it or it acts like a duck, it is a duck. Yeah, but has that duck ever fight a goose in one? <laughs> but once a, a pig is a pig, it's always a pig. Unless it becomes bacon. Yep. And then be deep, yeah. then be deep fried and fat. But I give it a C, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit more generous, and I'm gonna give it a B minus. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a, a, a C plus. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that great. But it was. You know, it wasn't. You know, it, it got the fans going, and and of course they all came out. You know, the matches. Nothing botched. Thank God, nothing was botched. Nothing in the casino uh, royal. So uh, you know, that's why it was good. No botching. No one got hurt. And. Yeah, it, no it, told, it, it, it told a story, and we, as much as we say that everybody doesn't tell a story, despite the fact that we don't agree or disagree who's mid card or not, but it told a story that an opportunity, here's a chance of a lifetime, if they are mid carders or not, to get a chance at a number one contendership to try to win this interim title, and it told the story well. Yeah, and don't forget O'Reilly Auto Parts one. Oh, 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 we can't we can't finish that song. We might we might uh yeah. we might get monetized. Yeah, that's, that's why right. I didn't that's why I, I didn't say your mama's right. parts, but <laughs> uh so then backstage we get a pretty I would say generic mox promo. 
I don't think there's anything really special about this Mox promo. That was cringeworthy. Cringeworthy. Interesting. <laughs> it was bad. You know what uh, now, yo, yeah, I want to fix you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, mom. It's like, dude, you are so bad at promos, dude. Just get this guy, man. Yeah. And I don't want to um, make fun of anyone. You know, those are, you know, to people who have that disability or struggles with addiction and, and drug yeah, addiction. Sure. But he looked like he was a recovering drug addict um, getting an opportunity there. That is coming off his fix or his high. Believe me, living in the South Bronx, you know, and working in different methadone clinics, you know, and I'm not making a joke or all right about it, but his character came across as someone who's rehabbing from and not from addiction. And I was like, that's, you know, like it. Just be yourself, you know. I, I didn't like it. I, I personally. And not in a good way. I'm, I'm very proud of Moxley and I'm very proud of um, the success that he's had. And the um, way that he was able to, at least for now, it seems like he's he's dealing well with his demons. And it seems like he is uh, slowly overcoming his addiction. And uh, I'm very I'm very proud of him for that. And I'm very proud that he was able to overcome what he was going through and come back to AEW and wrestle again. And... Um, at the same time, though, my question is, was this guy not boring enough as an AEW champion? Okay, yes, he was AEW champion during the COVID era. So he was AEW champion during arguably the worst era in AEW history. But at the same time, he was a boring world champion. And now he's back. Thank God that he was able to, you know, overcome those uh, addictions but he's boring again I hate to knock the guy I, I mean I like the guy I just don't like the character it's kind of like the thing with Roman I'm a that. big fan of what's that I can see that I just I, before yeah. I, I want to before we move on I just want to give him props though as much as we don't like him boring on the mic and stuff but him and the competitor in the ring he's helping these uh, these talent get over think about all the matches he's had Gar garcia he's he went over he looked at, he shined very well with a monster in the ring in colorado uh, we're going to see later on and, and, and that's going to be a good match no spoilers but it was a good match regardless yes. of you know who wins or doesn't it was a good match whoever you know um prior to that i wish you stopped doing those gimmick matches with the stampede and stuff i love when he does the one-on-one -on -one and also with brian danison together when brian danison and him when before they they joined and did that combat club before Rico. That was a great, great match. So yes. whoever wrestles with him, he gets his competitors over. And that's rare on a, on a talent. Not just him shine, but help the competitor in the ring. And he, that's value what his waiting goal. Oh, yeah. So moving on, we get a promo advertising the brand new AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Guys, another belt, another <laughs> title. Sorry, I have right. It's it's a belt, not a strap. Thanks, Jr. Um, I have never lost interest in something so quickly. I lost interest in this before it even started. 
I agree with you. I, to, tonight, if you ask me, I'm going to watch it, but I'm starting to lose interest in all elite wrestling, period. Personally. Um, now you have 11, you have 11 titles now, including, according to, this including those two stupid um, Owen Hart titles. That should just be a tournament winner, and you have, and like King of the Ring, you, you, you're good. You don't have to hold a physical title. But right. I'm not, I'm not divert, 11, 11 total. You barely could get everyone on now on but I don't Dynamite. I don't count the ROH belts. I don't I don't count the ROH belts. They're so under the, the, the Tony Khan brand though, so you can technically. Yeah, but he's how many times has the ROH world champion been on AWTV? TV? Zero. He's gonna showcase it whenever you know the TV title and so forth. Um let me ask you this. It's a two hours pack show. He's trying to pack he's trying to pack twenty pounds of crap in a in a ten pound of sack. <laughs> Right, and it smells, and that's what it's coming out. It's reeking stinks. You know, we like it. You know, this is one thing. And at the if I if I don't make it by eight o'clock, I'm gonna make my point here because I have to leave for the other stream. Um, my point was when AEW started. Remember, its infancy and its purpose was to all elite or all all independent wrestling. All elite was was the foundation of it. That's why it worked with the fans. It was you had Cody Rhodes a pillar. The young bucks the pillar, and then they, they come on and they found Tony Khan upon them. And their big stars was Jericho came aboard. And you had guys like Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, the, the originals coming in here. And it was a fresh, a, a, a fresh new faces, a breath, breath of fresh air in, in professional wrestling. That's why AEW got over. Now, instead of taking that momentum and riding, he started signing. He, this is probably why Cody Rhodes. And possibly others will be defecting and leaving, returning because they changed the vision and the plan. And now he's sending all this money, giving all this money and his finances to all the AIWD and MJ promo. Once again, it comes back to MGM, MJF. He has some truth to this. All these XWD guys come here making more money and kind of the product is starting to stink. You know, it's not what it's not what you originally started with your mission statement three years ago, Tony Khan. And... Fans are starting to see it, and now you're adding another Atlantic title. What you could give it to another XWE wrestler, right? Yep. Because you can see yep. the names are you see the names in the tournaments. Yet again, none of, mostly I don't think it's rare any of the originals either. There, you know. Give <sighs> go ahead. I, I I just wanted to make that point before eight times doesn't doesn't allow me to do it. I just wanted to make that point. Yeah, I completely agree. It has basically become all XWWE wrestling. I hate to say it, but it's kind of going the way that TNA used to used to be when mm -hmm. all they were doing was just signing XWWE guys, XWWE guys, XWWE guys. Now, I used to defend Tony Khan, and I used to say that, oh, yeah, you know, he doesn't sign every XWWE guy. <laughs> yeah, he only signs 90% of them, though. I huh. mean... He signs 90% of guys that are released from WWE. Think about that. Now, the guy who is not on the show tonight, MJF, he had a great line when he said, Tony Khan hoards all that money and gives it to ex-WWE guys. Boy, he was telling the truth, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. So now we have this All-Atlantic Championship. This is a uh, qualifier match. It's Buddy Matthews versus Pac. Now, when I saw this match, I thought for a second that I was playing WWE 2K18. 
<laughs> ah, it is true. It, it is true, though. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, who turned on who turned on my PlayStation and put on 2K18? <laughs> um, there is one line on commentary during this match, which uh, Jr. said, which was, "Every match is sudden death." Shut up, Jr. Yeah, he got a go from the broadcast. He he might as well have just said every match is best of one. Um, the fans were into this match though, and uh, the fans were standing at the end, as the announcers point out. Uh, Hawk wins with a black arrow. Um, I thought to myself at this point in the match, maybe this. Whole All Atlantic Championship thing is not a bad idea. Um, then we have a House of Black Death Triangle face off at the end of the match. I thought this match was not offensive, but not great either. Give me your thoughts. The match was good. Uh, you know, you saw both guys in the ring, both ex WWE guys again. I was surprised that Pac actually got the, the victory over over Brody. Uh, um, but he, uh, I'm gonna call him, you know, Devil Pac, Pac Devil, whatever is, you know, I, I'm surprised. Now, okay, all these wrestlers are gonna be Atlantic. None of them near body water. They're all Pacific um, representatives. If you look at the names in the, in the list, nowhere near an Atlantic Ocean. Uh, plus, it's going to be crowned in Chicago where there is no water. Nothing but the big Lake Erie. A lake there. So. Oh, the Lake Erie Championship. <laughs> the, 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 the Finger Lakes Championship. So, again, another botch. Well, we don't. Because you just can't call it an intercontinental title. You mark. You effing mark. MJF, every, every time this guy does something with his proof of his pudding, that promo that MJF is cutting is turning out to be real. Right? Whatever, shoot. You know, because everything this clown, because, you know, uh, Vince Russo called him a clown, by the way. And it's coming to fruition. And and also, Khan pays a lot of, he, he funds a lot of these podcasts, like Busted Inc. And Wrestle Talk and Wrestle Link. You guys are all in this con Khan's pocket. All you do is this. And then you all talk bad about my NXT here. That's right, NXT. And you go in and you talk crap about it. Don't watch NXT. The same way I'm going to end up not watching AEW. Because if I don't like it, I'm not going to turn it. I don't need no one paying my pocket. But, you know, money talks PS walks. And we can see that in the proof in the pudding. Because, you know, Tommy Dreamer is in Tony Khan's pocket. And and the talent, Dallin Grecker is Warlow's pal. So that's why they talk crap and kisses their asses. On AEW, yeah, come at me. Uh, yeah, come at me, guys. Right, I'm down. That's why we're the heel the podcast. Heel, go ahead. Dude, when I first saw this match, just like you, I was like, let's be honest. If this was an actual match, I feel like Pac would just squash Murphy. I'm hey, like... Yo, that's the guy I was looking for, Murphy. Yeah, because I was just like... But I was like, I, I guess if he decided to join the cruiserweight division, he maybe we had to have a fight. I, th- I think he did at one point. But I think at that point, uh, Neville, Pac, whoever we're going to call him, might have been gone. I'm not sure. But I was like, 
I was like, okay, I, I mean, okay, I get it though. I'm supposed to look at this as an AEW point of view, and they, they did, they did have a good match, but I, but I was just, but on the other hand, I'm like, what? I'm watching Murphy put up a fight against Pac of all people. I'm like, oh, not believable. It, yeah, and it was hard to watch that, and and I, and they missed a great chance here to actually have this title happen during the World Cup, like while it was going on. Um, that's something I like. Well, that's uh, something I like to point out. Yeah, that's a good, good point. Good point. Yeah, because yeah. the World Cup happened in, in November, and they could have they could have even done like a pay per view exclusive, like uh, all Atlantic pay per view or like that, kind of the new Atlantic pay per view, something like that. They could have made this even a bigger event, but you know, Tony Khan doesn't think of that stuff. He just, I mean, just like he didn't care about giving MJF anything on this show. But whatever it was, it was whatever. I I just watched it. I was I, I was kind of entertained by it. It was, like I said, it was a, it was whatever. Before we move this segment, let me ask you guys a thought. I know. Let me ask a question to you all three, you guys, all two of you guys, or corner myself. Do you think this was like another title or another uh, opportunity to throw out there to keep other folks happier? With oh, now there's another title division. Do you think that was just forced after that MGM? Is that rap- rap- yes. I think so. I, okay. I I think so. I think I think Tony Khan right now. I think he's so focused on trying, on trying to make everyone happy in AEW because I I think that's what he's trying to do. He's like, come to AEW and look at how many options we have. You can be, you can be so much more happier here. Rather, it's you want to hold the title. Rather, it's you want to shot at the. You know, being in a somewhat serious suit, look at the creative freedom here, like that. You know, he wants to try his best to advertise it to other wrestlers. Hence why yeah. he's getting all these AEW. I'm sorry, AEW. I wish it was AEW, but WWE type of wrestlers. And, and it's oh. like, it's, in reality, what he's doing is he's making it so cluster, you know, effy to the point where like he's doing the fact that, hey, these guys that you actually need to be focused on, like we always say, like Darby Allen and JF, so on and so forth. They're probably gonna get so annoyed with the, the company, they're probably just gonna end up leaving it again. Ending up being like TNA, all out like around 2011. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's kind of like Darby Allen and Jungle Boy are the new AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Yeah, and no I'll MJF is. I think even further. Um, MJF. Sorry, to cut you off, you. MJF, um, uh, Ricky Stark, Jungle Boy, etc. It reminds me of Jericho, Guerrero, Malenko, Benoit. Wow, the radicals. Yeah, and that's another I'm thing very- I was thinking. That's another thing I was thinking about uh, the other day. I was like, if you think about it, a lot of these guys too that you can also compare them to the WCW, you know, before they fell under, because like the WCW had all these great young studs that would end up becoming Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho, you know, so on and so forth, you know. And they just never pushed them because they were like, "No, we want to stick to Sting and all these other guys that yeah, have been on the for Hogan yeah, and Goldberg." Yeah, we want to stick to those guys that, that are, you know, we think are the way to go. When in reality, it's not. It would. Everyone was ready for a new generation of wrestling. Everyone was, and that, and they just got that wrong. And that's what Tony Khan doesn't get. WWE somehow got it. New Japan somehow got it. Even. The only one that doesn't get it is Tony Khan. It's like we're all ready for a new generation of talent. Like it's 2022. We've seen what these other guys can do. We're ready for a new generation. We don't want CM Punk. 
We don't yeah. want CM Botch. Yeah. If this was, like I said, this is 2012. CM Junk. That's CM Junk now. No, CM Cena, you know? Nah, he's CM Junk. He's no, junk. He's CM Cena. Yeah. No, he's CM Cena. He's coming. He's, hey, I'll face anyone that's out there in the back that you just <laughs> has to offer. Yoshi Tanahashi and it's like seeing fuck. All right, I'm facing you and I'm gonna pin you. Oh my ankle! Oh my foot! Yeah. All right, I'm done. yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. I, I mean, I think that they're trying to keep more guys happier, which I think they could have done if they just introduced a six-man championship, like they were planning on doing a while back. They said that the belts are made and they're ready to go. I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't heard anything other than the belts are made, but they're going to be introducing yet another title once they have the six-man championship oh lined up. So it's going to be one more title. What in is this going to be called? The Ice Cream Championship? Oh, the trios. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, Pacific, the Pacific Ocean Championship. Yeah, that's, that, that, yeah, that's another down the line. That's going to be to take away, try to take away uh, the SummerSlam deal. But, and don't forget, that's going to be a Pretty soon there will be a, a, a woman's tag team title. Guaranteed that's gonna come. Oh man. Well, I oh, mean, oh. if we're gonna be naming titles after the oceans, you may as well have Shark Boy make an appearance. Shark Boy. Hold on, I gotta turn on I gotta turn on my camera for one second. Hold on. Yeah. You guys can see me here. Dun 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 all right. That's very rare that you get to see me on camera, but there you go. Uh, yeah. that happen, uh, devil? <laughs> and that's the fishing line because Shark Boy yeah. said so. Anyway, <laughs> very, very few fans are going to actually get that. But anyway, we appreciate you if you do. And we appreciate you if you don't. Um, so moving on with the show, uh, we have a Eddie Kingston backstage segment where he calls out Jack Hager. Jake Hager, sorry. I was making mixing up his gimmicks there. Uh, he calls out Jake Hager and um, says that he's coming for Jake Hager. And then he tells the guy, don't count me down. Which, didn't MJF do that in his pipe bomb promo last week? Yeah, why, is he, why is he copying MJF? And then he says, this is my outline. And he drops the mic and walks away. You guys have anything on this on this promo? No, at this point I, I, I was. Do. I do. I would like to prefer it to be over and we get to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. For me, it's the same way. I was like, I just want to move on and get to the next segment, dude. I don't. I don't care about Eddie Kingston like that because to me, he he he's just like whatever to me. I like. I don't. Yeah. I don't care yeah. about you. I, I, I don't care about. The only thing I care about Eddie Kingston, I wish you'd stop wearing my freaking New York Yankees gear. Just stop <laughs> wearing it. You suck also. You're getting close to the TKP territory. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have another talkie segment. More talkie, as I put Yay. here in my notes. Uh, we have Trent Beretta coming out and saying that it's National Best Friends Day, but his oh, best God. friends aren't there. Boring. He calls out FDR. Uh, the crowd was definitely behind FDR. And then they mentioned Forbidden Door. I wasn't really paying that much attention. And then Will Ospreay comes out. Ooh. Will freaking Ospreay uh, from New Japan Will Pro Wrestling. Probably. He, he's actually well known. Yeah, New he's Japan. the leader of the United Empire. Yeah, uh, he's the boss of Gray Ocon and uh, Jeff Cobb. 
he's actually a great wrestler. He's actually considered one of the best wrestlers in the I world right call now. I would him Osprey. great, but, he, but oh, he's great. Oh, Osprey's but, great. We and him are gonna differ on this, but he he's one of the he's one of the wrestlers right now that's that in a few years could take over the world, and he arguably already has in some way. Oh, definitely, definitely. I do not like his hair though. His hair definitely threw me. I know I have weird things about like hats and hair and makeup and whatever, but I did not like his hair in this uh, this segment. It was different and weird. But I was happy to see Will Ospreay in AEW. Of course, they're building up towards Forbidden Door, the porno pay-per-view. And um, yeah, so that was that. And then we have a brawl. Um, we have Regal backstage addressing Kyle O'Reilly. Another talky segment. Um, Adam Cole then comes out for commentary again. Baby. Baby. Is it me or is, has the air completely been taken out of Adam Cole? Because yeah. this is like the second or third time that he came out for a commentary rather than wrestle. Uh, I don't think he's wrestled since winning the Owen Cup or no. the Owen tournament. And uh, he got almost no reaction. No, he's just like George when he said he had a good joke. He says, I'm out. Okay, I got the Owen Cup title. I'm done. Going out now, I know. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much Adam Cole, baby. Um, so, when I saw him coming out, I was like, wow, why is he getting no reaction? Oh, that's right, because he actually didn't wrestle this week. Oh, maybe he'll do something cool this week. Nope, walks right over to commentary. With his little Owen, with his little Owen Hart belt. <sighs> Damn. I got, I How got much a money message. did he pay for this guy? Yeah, I got a message from for, for Adam Cole that I was given on last Tuesday, and uh, uh, from his one of our friends from his from All Elite. It's called his boy Roderick Strong says, "Baby, I missed you." So I don't know why you told me to tell Adam Cole that. I I have no idea. I have no idea. That's uh, yeah, that was weird. that might remain a mystery on this podcast. Uh, you you want to know the details to that? You need to tune in on Wednesdays for the Heal the Ring NXT report. We will break that down. Why Ronick McStrong told Adam Cole, "I miss you, baby." Yeah, that's that's Wednesday right here on the BX Jedi Sports Network. Right. Um, now back to your regularly scheduled program. Thirty seven, or as they say on uh, was it W? Not WFAN. Um, I think it's uh, yes, a thirty second identific station identification. Oh, brought the, to you oh, by yeah, WFAN. Yep. 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 WFAN. Yep. Mm-hmm. W was it? Uh, WB Mason, the official sponsor of the New York Yankees. Anyway, so. Um, that's baseball, Susan. Oh, yeah. Wrong and, podcast. We want wrestling. I never thought I would hear the guy who's the biggest baseball fan I've ever met in my entire life say, we want wrestling. This guy who practically, like... Hey, you want to talk about baseball? I'll, get, go, I'll go get my own Caputo, okay? Right now, you're the AEWOs. <laughs> Well, at least, at least you're not going to get your coat again like Shane Strickland. Look at my coat. <laughs> I could. <laughs> Look at my coat. Oh, I was very disappointed. I was very disappointed in the Rumble, by the way, when uh, Shane Strickland came out without his coat. Anyway, sorry, Kev. 
He did. He did come out with his coat. Oh, did he? He did. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> oh, man. I totally missed it. Oh. This, it's okay. This AW wasn't wasn't jacket worthy. So it was not jacket. <laughs> Maybe they should make that the next title. Shane Strickland's coat should be like the next title in oh, AEW. Yeah. No oh, one's gonna yeah. have um, the coat. The best jacket in all of wrestling was the Chris Jericho with the lights. Oh yeah. No doubt. No doubt. That's gonna be a podcast. Or, or, we'll have a podcast, the greatest jackets in in wrestling. The greatest jacket uh, champ. Or yeah. Stone Cold's leather uh you know vest like thing. That's true. Yeah. So then we have Hangman versus Finley. I wrote my notes here. Why? Why are we getting Hangman versus Finley? Why is Hangman wrestling Finley of all people? My name is Finley, and I love to fight over Ranga. And I love to fight Ranga. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised that his son is an AEW, knowing having um, him being uh, I guess I guess father and son, you don't want nepotism or whatever the case, especially since Finley is a is an instructor in NXT. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised his son is in AEW. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so I thought this was a bad spot for Hangman, and I definitely think that Hangman is in a bad spot currently in AEW, but he is still massively over. Um, Hangman wins. He cut the promo after pulls out Okada at the porno pay per view. Paul gets up and says that uh, he's on a roll. What's he on a roll on? On commentary? <laughs> and, and he's the new franchise player on commentary? Yeah, Cole is so boring now. Uh, so we're going to find out soon who's going to face Okada. What did you guys think of Hangman versus Finley? And what did you think of the face-off between Hangman and Adam Cole, baby, after the match? <laughs> You know, I, it was okay, but isn't Adam Cole like 0-3 against Hangman Page already? No, they, he's fought him up several times, and Hangman has come up on top on all of them. So, I think so. Like, yes, yes, twice, yeah. Let me ask you this, uh, guys. Do you see that? I don't have that generated the same. I hate to co- 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 compare, but even if we see a third match, it's not like a Cody and, and Seth Rollins third match. We actually want to see a fourth one this year. Do you really want to see a fourth match with these guys? A third one? I don't. Yeah, I really don't. Uh, Hill, what'd you think of uh, Hangman and Finley? I didn't care whatsoever about it, and I and I and I saw Hangman and Page come out. I was like, dude, remember when you were a champion and and like <laughs> you actually meant something, and now you're just fighting random guys now, like David Finley. Yeah, uh, like, and then like, like you said, when Adam Cole was like trying to make himself go over on commentary, I was like, I was like, dude, are you just trying so hard now? Like, like, or, or what's going on? Uh, How much money are they paying for Adam Cole to do commentary? Yeah. When he came in, it was like such a huge thing. He comes in and it's like, oh, Adam Cole is in AEW. I can't believe it. Oh, he joined the Elite. Wow, this is so great. And then. Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson comes in. I'll get to the Daniel Bryan thing. That's a, another shut up JR moment. Um, but Brian Danielson comes in. He's like, wow, Brian Danielson is here. So great. I can't believe it. This is so awesome. And then he joins Blackpool Combat Club. And it's yeah. like, what are they, how much are they paying for these guys to do nothing? I got the well, I, at least he gets the brag about being undefeated on commentary for like the past like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
he's he's zero and two on commentary. Oh, he's yeah. two and zero on commentary. He's actually zero and two. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, that's uh, yeah. what's his name? That's oh, sorry. That's a uh, Johnny Elite. Johnny Elite is zero and two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Kev, do you have anything else on this match or segment or? No, you you had a good handful there between these two fellas to, to wrestle one another. Um, upcoming a trilogy match, um, which the first two we know about it, but it, I mean, it, it is what it is. Let's see, let's see. Hopefully, there's a twist there or, or something. Uh, it is what it is. So no, other than that, um, it's just keeping us entertained or try to. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. The next segment is a talkie segment. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Something we have not had in three segments. Oh, wait. That's right. All three of the last three segments on the show involved some kind of talking. Yeah, they had a match. They had a match. But there was talking after the match. And then before that, we had talking. And now we have more talking. Uh, at least this time it's Thunder Rosa, who I enjoy. And uh, Shafir comes out, and uh, Shafir says that she wants to become Thunder Rosa's problem, and she wants to see if she can solve her. What? <laughs> what? Solve me. I want you to solve me. Is she a Rubik's Cube? What the hell is going on here? These are just bad. All of these promos are just bad. <laughs> Yo, the Rosa, you got a problem. Check out my wrestling. No, 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 Rosa. No, 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 Thunder, ice, ice, Rosa. <laughs> oh man! Guess what we have next? By the way, they were at the ninth hour again. Ninth hour. Th the nine thirty slot. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the same slot. <laughs> yeah, the, the people slot. week is Tony Khan because like he keeps booking his women at the nine thirty slot, nine to nine thirty. Not only that, yeah. Thunder Rosa complained. She complained, and it made to Dave Meltzer and rest uh, fight for a lead and all that. All these, all the dirt sheets. She wasn't happy being left off the match the, or, or the dynamite after double or nothing and not emphasizing the woman's title where we heard that before you know sasha and naomi Kaka, right but they put it it felt like they put her here let's let's put it let's put her out there you know go wrestle you know and it's like i can see once her title range is over and uh she's not gonna be she's not gonna be um resigning aw i'm not saying she's going to go on wwe either she might just okay. do go to triple a or just Go back to the indie circuit, but I don't. I don't see Thunder Rosa staying long in them. Well, Chris Jericho did say in a uh, interview recently that he can see people going both ways, uh, from WWE to AEW, which we've seen a lot of, and AEW to WWE, like we've already seen with Cody. So <laughs> I know he always got something. Go ahead. It was just like it was just when you said like oh Chris Jericho will see people going both ways like <laughs> which we already say already said a lot of so, right uh, yeah that was just funny <laughs> okay uh, yeah I don't know I don't know why because it's true like right uh, yeah go ahead I'm sorry 
<laughs> That's fine. Um, so <laughs> I just I heard you giggling, and I was like, oh, he's probably giggling at me saying something about people going both ways. But anyway, well, that too. Um, yeah. So uh, our next segment is a Wardo interview. Talking. Talking. We're following up talking. We're talking. <sighs> you talk too much. Oh, humble, you never <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, Wardo, who, by the way, should be the number one contender, uh, <laughs> says yeah, he's the most deserving guy, in my opinion. Wardo is oh, the yeah. most deserving guy. Um, and this kind of re- this kind of reminds me a bit of when um, TNA had uh, what was his name Tyson, not Tyson Fury. What was it? Tyson Tomko? When they had Tyson Tomko, and he was just like this awesome beast mastodon of a guy, and they were doing nothing with him. Uh, you know, he was he was with Christian, and. Um, it, you know, it was just—it was just really bad. It was just really, really bad. This kind of reminded me of that. You have a guy who's massively over, massively talented, like in my opinion, Tomko was, and you're doing nothing with him. Yeah, they're gonna mess. They're gonna mess this up. I think they're gonna yeah. mess it up. Yeah, he's hot right now, and you took you took away the the, the heat the heat from him, the good positive. He, that you have him. He says he didn't want to. He didn't want to. I like the way they try to save it, saying I want to fight the champion, the real champion, when he's healthy. So get ready, get healthy, see him pumped. But you're gonna book him in this comedy routine with the with the lawsuit. He's gonna fight 20, 20 um jobbers next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Security guards are wrestlers now. They just completely oh. pulled away the. They just completely pulled away the curtain and and said. These guys are really wrestlers. These guys are not really security guards. They're really wrestlers. That's pretty much what they did by having him do that. Um, so, guys, I gotta get going. Hmm? Right. I gotta get going. All right. Just, Go Rangers. The chat, in the, yes, in the private chat, let me know when I'm in hey. the background. Let me know when to. Jedi, when to at least, me. at least, unlike Tony Khan, at least we booked you this week. Kev <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, booked himself. You know what I got to say with that, Steel? Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. And then there were two. Um, so, Wardlow comes out, and the announcers make some kind of a comment about him being a free man now. So, apparently now he's Dobby from Harry Potter. He's, he's a host. <laughs> He's a house elf now, and he got his sock, and he's a free man. Um, so he says that he wants to be the one to pin CM Punk, which is why he's opted to not be in the Battle Royal. Despite the fact that if he won the Battle Royal and got the shot to face, uh, become the interim champion, he would face CM Punk to then become the AEW champion and he would have an opportunity to pin Punk in that match. So this made no sense. Yeah, you know how much of a babyface it would have made him even more if he'd won that battle royale. 
What's that? Like that would that would that would. Did you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I, I said. Did you know? Like him winning that battle royale, uh, that would have mm -hmm. been, I think, even more of a bigger face. Sure. Especially if you put him in there with the great heel at the end. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I think they missed a great opportunity there at the beginning of the show, and then he probably could have cut a promo later on about how like he's so emotional to finally get a chance at the title. That would have been great. That was a big miss opportunity, and the fact that they like. He, that, that they make him like this really like I guess really really nice guy to the point where like he doesn't even really care that much about getting each other the title. He's there. He's just like, yeah, I'm so nice that I'm just gonna wait until the fuck comes out. Yeah, I'm the world's most polite wrestler. I'm the most polite wrestler. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah, guys. I don't. I don't want to win the reward. I don't want to win the. The Rumble, our version of the Rumble, and then go on to face it, you know, as fast as I can. Even even though technically by AEW rule, I'm already I should be the ruling contender. No, no, no. Instead, I'm gonna be polite and I'm gonna wait for Steve Punk to fight him square at fair and square. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they didn't want to put him over Mox because if they put him over Mox, they would have felt like Mox kind of would be uh, losing heat, I guess. But this is supposed uh, to be a competition, and he's one of your uh, biggest baby faces, so who cares? Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm like, I don't get the logic here. No, I'm, I'm going to be very polite, and I'm going to wait for him to be fully healed. The guy I'm going to wait. Good guy. Yeah. Even though I could have become interim champion, and then beat Punk to become the AEW champion, and beat Punk in that. Does he understand what an interim... <laughs> how he, I don't know if you can hear... This is me, This is the sound of me taking my notes and beating myself in the head with it because yeah. this show was just i'm sorry this was a shit show for me this was a shit show yeah like um, even even if he wins the title and punk comes back you know how great of a storyline it would that would have been a world yeah. saying man i'm not gonna give this up that easy i worked so hard to get it you know now i'll be you know censored you know d-e-m-n you know if you'll take this away from me then you have world over to see him punk yeah that would have been but, an amazing storyline. But what do we get instead? He's going after yeah. the TNT Championship. <laughs> the most polite man in the world. <laughs> going after the All-Atlantic, All-American Championship, whatever it's called. The Great yeah. Lakes Championship, since it's going to be decided in Chicago. Um, but no, instead of going after that belt, which is new belt, which is exciting, he's challenging Scorpio Sky... A guy who is basically a high flyer, and I think he's going to have like zero chemistry with in the ring. Uh, maybe not zero chemistry, but very little chemistry with oh, in yeah. the ring. Um, yeah, I, I just, yeah. I have no, I have no interest, no interest, none. I literally wrote here in my notes, no interest, interest, exclamation point, none, exclamation <laughs> no point. Interest. Like, well, this brother's not bad on the mat on the mic though. No, no, no. He's not. He's actually really, really good. And you like, it's just really frustrating that you create literally a really good baby face and then you do nothing with him. Like MJF literally got his butt whooped for nothing to this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's a question: Now that MJF is off TV, does that make Wardlow the most interesting guy, the most interesting man in the world? Does that make him the most interesting guy on the AEW roster? If they Your book opinion? him right. Yeah, right. Because, like, cause like the thing about and MJF was right about this, too. When he said he was expected to hit Grand Slams, everyone is just expected to hit home runs. 
Nobody on that roster, not Punk, not Wardlow, not any not any XWG, not even any AW original, not even Kenny Omega right now. Nobody has that must-watch feeling like, like MGF has right now. Right. If you say MGF right. is on Dynamite, people are going to tune in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And Kenny being out and MGF not being on TV and Cody being in WWE is hurting Dynamite, in my opinion. It's hurting the show. It's hurting the project. It's and not their fault that Kenny is out. It's only kind of their fault that Cody in WWE and it's totally their fault that MJF's not on TV. These are the three guys that should be on TV. Yeah, like honestly, your only hope is it's probably gonna take him another month or so is for Kenny Omega to heal up as yeah. fast as possible so you can have someone that they actually want to book really bad to appear on TV. Because like, if you don't want to book MJF, which I don't know why, I'm like, I what? All I can say is, what's wrong with you, Tony Khan? Like being. <sighs> So then, <laughs> so then we get a Bucks promo, and uh, more talking. Yeah, yeah, more talking. He asked Brandon Cutler. <laughs> more talking. Only talking. Only talking. Yeah, it's not even wrestling. It's just talking. <laughs> uh, he asked Brandon Cutler, "How do we look?" And Brandon Cutler says, "Super cute." What? To the Bucks. Yeah, he tells the Bucks that they look <laughs> super cute. I know. That's why. That's why I responded. I heard that promo. Super cute. What? Super cute. Um, then we have the Hardys interrupting, and then Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus interrupting, and that is building towards a Hardys versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus the Bucks in the match that made Christian Cage famous. Not a TOC match, because they can't say TOC. A ladder match, even though it was a, I guess the first match was a ladder match, but it was really the TOC match that kind of made him famous in my opinion but of course they can't say TLC so they're gonna have a ladder match I don't know when that's gonna be next week sometime don't really know but okay that should be interesting I mean at least Young Bucks got called cute and <laughs> I hope they feel good about that <laughs> what a what a really weird promo and then I like how Matt Hardy's like yeah, we're the best tactic or something like that. And then yeah, Jeff Hardy's like, yeah, my bro's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Jeff Hardy still looked a little bit out of it. Yeah. He, he yeah, they did. Really there. Yeah. yeah I don't know what's going on with Jeff. Especially Jeff, because my Hardy was the one talking, and Jeff was like, the hype man, like, yo, yo, my bro's right. Yeah, you hear that? He's right. My bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, then, um, Sorry, go on. Yeah, it was just such an awkward problem with the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. They felt like they were just sitting there looking back and forth, like, why, why, yeah. why are we here? Why are, okay. why are we here? Why are what, how much? How much? Uh, if we went to WWE now, how much do <laughs> you think we would get paid? Yeah. Um, so then we have Rosa versus Shafir. Uh, this match was pretty good, in my opinion. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think that anyone actually thought that Shafir was going over. No. Rosa obviously retained. Tony Storm came out after the match and alluded that she wants a title shot. What did you think of this match? No one cared. I liked it. I think at this point, everyone was just sort of out of it. And they were like, I can't wait for this show to end. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I hope you like talking because there's more of it. <laughs> we then go to a Jade Cargill promo uh, who calls out Athena and Stratlander. Who cares? And then we have the uh, John Moxley versus Kyle O'Reilly main event. JR calls Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan. Bringing the shut up JR count to two for the show, which is actually pretty low. Using my shut up JR count is a little bit higher, but for this show, we only got two shut up JRs. So he bought to call them Daniel Bryan? Oh, yeah. I didn't know the Yes Movement was back. <laughs> yeah. Where's Triple H? <laughs> the authority. I guess, I guess uh, Tony Khan could be the new leader of the authority. I don't know. Yeah. Bow down to the bow, bow down to the con. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we find out that the winner of this match is going to face the winner of Kanahashi versus Goto. Uh, you know, what? I'll let you go first. Give me your thoughts on this match, and then, and then I'll tell you what I thought. I was just like. I don't even care who wins because, number one, I think we all know Tanahashi's not going to win. There's no way he's going to stay in All Elite Wrestling and and just stay champion until Punk comes back. Unless there's like a really, really short chance. But even that, I, I doubt he's going to let Tanahashi hold his belt. It's going to, because, you know, Tony Khan loves his ex-WE guys. So it's going to, and ironically, again, both these guys are ex-WE guys. Kyle Riley and uh, I almost said CM Punk and uh, John Moxley and I, I'll be honest with you, I even forgot who won. Was it John Moxley? Yeah, Moxley won. Yeah, yeah, it was Moxley. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah. Um, I, it was not a good match. Yeah, it, it was alright. I guess like it wasn't the worst main event ever, but uh, I don't know. It it was just it was uh, it was alright. That's all, really all I can say, and I, I, I just feel bad for Tanahashi because the thing about Moxie is he needs a hardcore environment to have a good match. I'm being honest with you, right. like, like I I can't name you one fantastic John Moxie singles match. I really can't. I, I'm not saying that this match was fantastic. This match mm -hmm. was not fantastic. It was only good. Um, but but at least Moxley did not get busted open. At least there wasn't like a whole lot of hardcore spots in this match. This was, I mean, he's wrestling Kyle O'Reilly, who's like a straightforward wrestling guy. Yeah. But at the same time, at least this wasn't like, I'm not saying it was a great match, but in my opinion, it was a good match and different for Moxley because he was kind of forced to wrestle a style that he normally doesn't do. Yeah, I, I guess so. But, uh, I, again, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, at least he had some great matches in NXT back when he was uh, with them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this main event, it was just whatever to me. And uh, I uh, miss the air guitaring. I really miss Kyle O'Reilly coming to the ring air guitaring. Boom. Boom. 
Yeah, that theme song was really good. Say we wanted about. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that that theme song was fire. But yeah, I, and I feel like Tanahashi's gonna have to carry that match. I mean, honestly, like I'm not even yeah. trying to be you know douchebag to John Moxley or whatever, but uh, Tanahashi is one of the one of if not the best wrestler in Japan history. Yep. And John no. Moxley, well, he's John Moxley. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Do you think that there's any chance that Hiroshi Goto will go over Tanahashi, or do you think we're getting Tana because he pretty much already advertised Tana for this? Like I said, Tanahashi is the John Cena of New Japan, so that's that's up to how the phone call goes for Tanahashi. It's, it's either, so Tanahashi, John Moxley just went over. We heard uh, on Elite Wrestling. How do you feel like? Uh, you, mean tell, you mean to tell me I have to carry John Moxley? I mean, like I know he's a big name and all that because you know his WWE run and all that, but like, really? We'll pay you a lot of money. I, I'll think about it. I might okay. have to let go to take this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know this might sound like blasphemy to you. I know that a lot of people call Tanahashi, 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 yeah, I'll get it right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the John Cena of New Japan. Mm-hmm. But this is just my opinion. He might remind me more of an Eddie Guerrero. Uh, an Eddie Guerrero, I would lean more towards like a Kota Ibushi type of guy, though. We're going to say okay. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. I can see that. I can definitely see that. By the way, we don't know what Kota's status is right now with uh, New Japan. It looks like yeah, I know. might be on good terms again with New Japan, but we'll, we'll see. It's, it's, not, it's not looking great right now. Um... So, tune in to find out what's going on with uh, Kota Ibushi. Um, so, let me ask you this, though. In your opinion, do you think that Wardlow Tanahashi would have been better than Moxley Tanahashi? Oh, yes. A billion times, yes. That that's that story, especially with the Wardlow uh, winning over Tanahashi, like, even though it would have been predictable, would have been amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was like thinking that. that during the show. At the end of the show, I'm like, you know what? Um, I thought it was. I thought Moxley and O'Reilly was a fun match, and the crowd um, was alive throughout the match. And yeah, by the way, Moxley won with a regal knee and a uh, paradigm shift. But yeah, um, like. Like, imagine yeah. that finish. Sorry to interrupt you, but imagine that finish where, like, they had they have, like, a 15, 20-minute match, and after that, like, Wardlow pins Tanahashi, and then out of respect, Tanahashi just, like, like raises the hand of Wardlow and then just leaves and let, lets him Oh, that would have got Wardlow over huge. Yeah. Huge, 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 huge. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know what, what they're doing with Ford, though. I don't know why they're... Well, I know what they're doing with Ford, though. They're having a wrestle for the TNT title, which is more or less meaningless, in my opinion, now, the TNT title. It's all but meaningless, especially since um, they kind of hot potato with the belt between uh, Scorpio Sky and... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Bieber. The dude that looked like Bieber. Uh, Sammy Guevara. Um, 
Spanish Spanish beaver. Um, I guess kind of. Yeah, the uh, the hot potato with the TNT title between those two guys, and kind of made the title a little bit more meaningless. Maybe Wardlow winning it will bring prestige back to the TNT title, but I don't. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I, I I don't know what they want to do at this point with all their stuff. You know, it's just when they had um, Kenny Omega, when they had Cody Rhodes, when they had all of those guys, AEW was so exciting. They were pushing Jungle Boy. They were pushing Darby. Darby was TNT champion. They had Sting. They had exciting guys like, uh, well, they still have exciting guys like Brian Danielson and Adam Cole, but they're not doing much with them. Hey, don't yeah, you dare just expect this commentary. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who was undefeated on commentary. Yeah. Adam Cole, baby. The greatest commentator since Chris Jericho. The Wizard. By the way, was. Jericho was not on the show. I just realized that. Where was Jericho? Was was he? Yeah, wait, hang on. Let me go back to my notes. I don't think Jericho was on the show at all. Yeah, no Jericho. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And only a... Um, a very brief appearance by 2.0 or 3.0, whatever they're called. In the uh, battle royal, I think I think they're in the battle royal. I don't really, I don't. Know. Anyway, what was your? If you were to give this show a letter grade, what letter grade would you give for AEW Dynamite for June the eighth? Honestly, the show was really forgettable. I felt really boring watching it. I was really pissed off because no MGF. Honestly. I'm not going to give it an F because there are still like one or two good things on it, but probably like a D minus. Okay. All right. I'm going to give this show a solid D. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was, <laughs> what? What? Because like, I always go one letter grade up. No, no, no. You, you, you'll get it. Okay. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give this show a solid D. Um, <laughs> Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give the show. I wouldn't say uh, I wouldn't say a soft D though. I would say maybe like um, not a hard D, but like maybe like a semi semi flaccid D. Anyway, yeah. um, oh, sorry, Kev. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry about at, least that, uh, <laughs> at least they're very at least we're making it a really peachy kind of uh. big uh a lot of sponsorships tonight boss big yeah. merger tonight boss i want not want anything bad to happen um, so um i did like the casino battle royal even though it did have a lot of jobbers in it or midcard guys sorry not jobbers uh, Darby Allen is definitely, definitely not a jobber. And it did give TV time to guys like Lance Archer and others. Uh, so I did like that match. Um, 
it had a lot of talking. At least we got to see uh, Wheeler Yuta return. Uh, we got to see Andrade come back. Nobody really cared about. Buddy Matthews and Pac, I did not care about that at all. Um, Hangman and Finley, that match could just go screw itself. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a D. The the main event the main event <laughs> I'm gonna give it a big D. <laughs> oh boy! Well, <laughs> being on being on BX Jedi Sports Network was fun. <laughs> good night, everybody. Yeah, we'll see you next week. I'm probably fired now. Yeah. Fire probably, me, boss. Fire. What are you going to do? Can't fire me? <laughs> Come on, can't fire me. <laughs> no, don't fire me, Kev. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got. Any other thoughts on the show before we say goodnight? No, well, good night, dude. It's it's not that late yet. I mean, kind of. It's getting there. But peace out, oh. yeah. I mean, before we say... Uh... I mean, if you're like 80 years old and you got like to go to sleep, <laughs> before, like, <laughs> then yeah, good night. <laughs> peace out, ladies and gentlemen. Peace out. Oh, you know what I mean. All right, yeah, well, thanks yeah. for watching. Make sure to tune in for all our other shows here on the BX, BX Jedi Sports Network. <laughs> Uh, make sure to tune in for uh, the Raw Review on Tuesdays and also for, um, oh, the Rangers. Make sure to go Rangers. Make sure to tune in for the uh, the Rangers Game 5 coverage and uh, all of the other stuff going on here. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it for yeah. Heal. And for Kev, I'm Adam the Diff Man. Um, it was fun being on the show for a little while for a few weeks. <laughs> Let's just go before we get more heat. Good night, everyone. I guess. Good night. If you're 80. All right. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm awesome! Oh. You people bought a ticket to see me, so shut up. Yeah. Sometimes I get so mad there's no control. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case so you live under a rock. I might you grab a bat, I don't know, my rap, my blood boils over like, oh god, here goes, I lost all feeling from my head to my toes, you said some shit that I can't let go, so just stay tuned for the rest of the show. So have you ever felt betrayed, which is how you see things, realize something needs change, cause I know you got me fucked up, let me show you what's up, cause enough is enough. Take a face full of payment Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh god, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back I'll do what it takes I ain't making mistakes like that I'll bleed on your face To make you go take it back I'll lose my shit I go crazy when I'm No, MJF. You gotta end the stream. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you got to oh. end the stream.